0: The famous Hollywood actor Gary Busey is credited as saying, I'm proud to tell Hollywood that I'm a Christian. For the first time, I am now free to be myself. While an actor's role requires them to portray various characters, sometimes the role of following Christ while being a professional actor can be an even harder role to manage. Hear the story of one actor who shares the struggle to unite faith and work on this action in ministry. Inspiring you to be the hands. Empowering you to be the feet. Strengthening you to be the heart of Christ for others. Action. Action. Action in ministry. Hi, I'm Rachel Legutte, and this is Action in Ministry. I remember when I was a little girl and taking ballet classes and twirling around and hoping to one day be on the big stage and um, eventually getting— by the theater bug and just thinking that maybe maybe stardom was my destiny. I can remember so vividly those dreams of mine as a child. And I think most of us at some point in our lives have dreamed about what it would be like to be an actor, to be the rescued damsel in distress, the hero of a story, or maybe even the villain. But how does being a Christian fit into the life of acting? Elizabeth Bernhardt spent years struggling to mesh her love of Jesus and her work. Unable to find fitting resources to help, she wrote her own book, The Power of Pretend, to express this ongoing journey of living out a vibrant faith in an actor's world. Elizabeth, thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, for sure.
0: Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe your background in the arts and uh, maybe also your connection to the church growing up.
1: Sure. Um, So the connection to the church started the earliest. So that was, um, I mean, I was baptized as a baby. I don't really remember not believing in Jesus. So that's always been a part of my life and a very big part. So my whole family is like pastors and (laughs) people like that, teachers and things like that. So uh, so yeah, very strong uh, base in the Christian faith, but acting, it's hard to say exactly when it started, but like a big defining moment was I grew up in Austin and there's a Shakespeare in the Park that happens. And they did uh, Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. And I remember we went like two or three times and (laughs) it's just like, there's magic up there. I just (laughs) want to be in it. I got to get in the circle of magic. So (laughs) that was, yeah, that's kind of where I remember the most.
0: At what point did you start getting more involved in, maybe, did it start with theater?
1: Well, I did stuff with my church, like our church choir did a a touring thing um, to different churches around the country with a musical. So we did that. And then I got involved in high school theater. And um, and then when I went to college, it just felt very impractical. So I kept dipping my toe in, but I kept sort of going like, I can't really make a career out of this. But it was so funny because the day I graduated, I think, in my head, I went, yes, now I can act. And <laughs> like so I graduated and then was like, now I can act. So then I started taking uh, acting lessons. So it's really funny. I mean, I, yeah, I, I did like a German drama class in college and had an acting student compliment me on my work. And, you know, so like little signs of like, you could do this, but nothing really serious until after college. Yeah.
0: Well, I think a lot of us look at Hollywood and we don't necessarily... Match that up with a lot of like high profile um, Christian type activity or things, right? And I'm right. wondering at what point did you did you start to notice that like maybe there was a divide between um, your love of things all things church and then also the career of acting.
1: Yeah, I've been thinking about this because I I wondered if there was a defining moment. I don't know. I I mean, I remember it really became more clear um, when I started, I guess, reading books about acting, like just kind of general advice about how to go about it. And I realized there weren't really any Christian voices I was reading. And then I also went to New York, um, my husband and I did, and he got a job there and I was pursuing acting. And I think just the teachers that I would take classes with, I learned so much, but I was always having to sift it. It was always this, like, I recognize that there are jewels in here and I have to pick them out from a worldview that isn't the truth. And so I, I it was always this sort of like in the middle having to filter sort of position. So yeah, so I think us new York was probably where it became clear.
0: As you started to kind of work and move in the industry a little bit more, did you... Find yourself running into people that you could talk about your faith with? Did you, did you work with other Christians or was it kind of something that was more a hush hush?
1: That's a good question. Um, I, I think I would, I, I would put myself out there and, and try to be real with people because it's the biggest part of me. Like Jesus is the most important part of me. So if I was like, well, if I'm going to be honest with you, like, this is what I love. Uh, and I just didn't get a lot of people returning that. And so, but I did find in New York, um, Redeemer Presbyterian Church has, has a faith in work arm. And at the time they had an actor's group. So that was like the one place I could go once a month to connect with people like me, but yeah, not in general, not, not a lot.
0: Why do you think it is that people who act and people who are Christians, if they, if they have both of those parts of them, why do you think that it is that they seem to play out in different worlds? Like, do they exist in different places then?
1: Yeah. Um, tell me if I'm answering your question right. What I see is that theater since maybe like, as I look at theater history, like the 1960s maybe was where it really started to take on this like countercultural movement so that the sort of this there's a spirit to the theater subculture there's a spirit of like we are free of constraints we are free and like art involves being free of restraints and uh christianity says something different it says that god loves us so he gives us constraints that allow us to be free inside those constraints and i think i think that's a huge divide between the two so i think that's where a lot of it comes in is just Where do you believe freedom comes from? Like, what do you, do you think God is good? Do you think his laws are good? Yeah.
0: I've actually reflected on this a bit on like the side of people who are working in theater. Like, you know, a lot of like shows run late at night. You're not done like you don't work a nine to five job. It's different. And so maybe you're up super late and your show finishes and then you have to like wind down from all of that. Um, yeah. and then like what are the chances that you're gonna be ready to wake up and be at worship at eight o'clock on a Sunday morning, right? And so I wonder like what are some of the, the hurdles? to yeah. some of the rhythm of the Christian life maybe that you find being an actor.
1: Wow. I love that you said that um, because it really is. It, I think a lot of times we think about the, the difference being like a spiritual and emotional difference, which it is, but a lot of it is logistical. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I do think the hurdle can be just time even as a mom and trying to be faithful as a wife and a mom, um, I find I, not only am I not among a lot of Christians in theater usually, but I'm not among a lot of parents. Like in my grad program, I think I was the only student out of our whole grad and undergrad program that was a mom, the only one. And so um, there was eventually a dad that came in. and so But it was different because he had his wife who was taking care of the kids at home. So it was just me kind of yeah. going like, y'all, I'm doing the best I can. And, <laughs> um, and so I think it, yeah, I think it really does always ask me to prioritize and pray and, and really discern choice by choice. How, how am I going to be faithful with my time? And what does faithfulness look like this month? Maybe next month it'll be different. So yeah. like my husband and I have decided at this season, like I'll do two shows a year and I mean, quarantine aside, but like, <laughs> right. cause it does, it takes a lot. It asks a lot. Yeah, so. absolutely.
0: How have you, uh put things in place in your life to help you maintain your faith and your integrity while making choices about um, maybe like how you choose to participate in shows and how you choose to set up the logistical things about your time as an actor and as a mom and a wife.
1: Sure. This is where I feel like um, any Christian listening will be like, well, I've heard this before. And any (laughs) theater person would be like, well, that's, that's new and interesting. Cause I, I think a lot of it is like, Jesus yeah. in prayer, you know, and being just knowing, being humbled over time, like being aware, being very introspective and being aware of my sin and my own proclivities to temptation and how I work and, uh, and knowing what like accountability is needed mm-hmm. because I am, I still have sin. I still, you know, you. and, and, and at the same time, it's been on the other hand, Jesus has been showing me over time, like, this is not it's by my grace that you have this ministry. It's by my grace. like You can still do this. Everybody in any job is sinful. And none of us, I'm so gracious that you don't have to earn the ability to do this work you love. Like I'm with you. I forgive and I let you keep going. And and so even just to be able to keep doing it has felt like a mercy, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm,
0: Absolutely. You said that when you were starting to listen to voices and read books about acting, that um, there weren't a lot of Christian voices for you to listen to. So let's, talk about your book. You wrote a book. It's called sure. the power of pretend An actors struggle to unite faith and work. So mm-hmm. why did you write it? Where did you find the energy to
1: write a book? <laughs> <laughs> the Holy spirit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I got out of, uh, grad school, so I, I did end up going to school for acting. Um, and that was a three-year program at the university of Alabama. And I graduated and had a lot of anxiety initially, um, about what was the next step because I think there's this fear, especially as a woman getting older and acting, um, that like my time is there's it's small. Like yes. <laughs> it just it feels there's a lot of panic that can induce if you're not looking straight in Jesus' face and being like, you have plans for me. So I think I got out of grad school and went, what's the next step? And this is where it seemed to lead. And I I looked back at my journey and I saw that I'd had over a decade of trying to wrestle this out. And realizing that nobody, I mean, looking actively mm-hmm. for resources and mentors and not finding them and realizing like, not only do I need to work this out for myself, and I tend to do that in the written form in journaling or whatever, um, or in blog posts, but I also need to help other people. I need to, I, I just feel like God's been putting me over and over in this pioneer position of like like go first, we like hack through the weeds with me, you're built for it. And that'll, that'll help everybody else too, as it helps you. And so writing it, the book was partly to give a product, but it was partly as like my own, what I needed. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah.
0: How helpful do you think it is for young people entering this field into, into this industry to have a voice like yours helping to navigate the waters that are ahead of them?
1: Oh, my gosh! so help- I mean, I hope it's helpful, but i I, I think that mentors are needed is what yeah. I'm saying. I mean, I want what I am most blessed with is when people talk back to me about their own story, and so because I need help as much as I'm trying to help other people, I think what is hard about it is that there just aren't a lot of mentors and examples, so it's not that maybe this path is is harder than another path. it has every path has its own temptations, but there just aren't a lot of people saying, "Hey, here's." here's where the landmine is right. and here's how to avoid it and here's what i've done and yeah. so you just kind of feel like you're walking out like oh, you know like mm-hmm. another explosion i don't know where that came from yeah. let me step back so
0: it's so it's so yeah. great to think about this idea that it is possible to be a christ follower and to be an actor and to be in the industry like actively working there at the same time mm-hmm. that you can hold both of those things in tandem do you think that it's that it's possible also to like, as you, I'm just thinking about as you choose roles, right? Like sure. specifically, it seems like things get newer pieces that are written, newer art, like like art's always been edgy, <laughs> um, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, there are times where it's meant to be edgy, but like sometimes things get to be pushed more and more extreme, right? Like, I mean, yeah. what you see on different... Um, like television shows and whatnot like do you think it's possible um, as as art keeps pushing and the industry kind of keeps pushing more towards the edges of like of what we might think is like acceptable (laughs) do you think it's possible (laughs) to continue like honoring your role that you've been given to play and honoring um, Christ at the same time
1: yeah, well, I mean, I do have to be selective about what I audition for. And again, that's very prayerful. And I really try to seek wisdom from people I trust that know Jesus um, and people that don't, because I've learned God has taught me so much through people that don't know him. And so um maybe they can speak into like here's what you're good for or here's you know how you fit in, in the roles. But I had a fellow grad student tell me something that was really important has become really important to me and because I've seen it play out. He said, He's like, Elizabeth, you have the talent. He said, you just have to. Like I think, and he goes, no, I know Mm -hmm. that God is wanting you to say no, figure out how to say no to the 90% of things you're wrong for. So you can say yes to the 10% of things you're right for. And I, I think that's where it comes in because there's beautiful art being made. It's just, you can't like go to Netflix and be like, I'll just take all of it or I'll take none of it. (laughs) Like it really is this wisdom that's required because even, um, I mean, sometimes something that I don't think that would be right for me to act in, in this season, it might change in the next season as God leads me and matures me, but something that's not right for me to act in, if someone else does it, he's going to speak through them to me. And so sometimes I think I'm called to be an audience member. And sometimes I think I'm called to be in a role Mm. or to direct it. And so it, it really is this thing by thing. It's a, it's a relationship with, with God as I go through it. The
0: process sounds almost, I mean, to listen to you talk about it, it almost sounds somewhat exhausting to like to be evaluating (laughs) it at this level. But um, I think the intentionality, like listening to you speak to the intentionality with which you approach these decisions, I think it's really beautiful. And I think that it's something that actually can be carried out across all lines of work that we're just really Mm. intentional about, about choosing the things that uh, that that we're going to walk into and through and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. when you think about the people that you run into every day, like maybe you're working on a show and they're not necessarily Christians, how do you approach your your connection to them? Yeah, how do you take your heart for Jesus and and let that shine in those places?
1: Sure. Well, I mean, I know that you had mentioned something in the book where uh, I do tell a story about um, God just completely moving my heart for actors, um, watching the Oscars in New York and just going to the bathroom and ending up weeping on the rug, just out of love for them. Like just felt like this download of love to my heart. And I mean, God's love is infinite. So it was just a little download, but it felt like overwhelming to me. And that love at like, that has never gone away. I feel like that was a deposit that has stayed. Um, so that I don't know, I don't understand how much i'm giving. i don't know why i have this it just flows straight out of me and i get around people who are artists or actors and i just want to love them. i don't i don't care what they do to me or what they say back or how badly they mishandle like like saying stuff about christians around me. i i'm i just don't care. like i just want to love them and i just want to give them grace that i have received and um and so i just think it's it's god moving supernaturally in me to to love people and to see them also just eyes to see His beauty in them, and so um, I remember being in a show in Tulsa, and uh, and I had a friend there who who didn't know Jesus, uh, but he and I were talking, and I was just sharing my heart with him about my own vulnerable stuff. Like, gosh, I feel like I'm showing off. It's hard. Like, I feel like I can't go there fully in the role because I feel like I'm showing off. And he and he looked at me and he goes, Elizabeth, if God has given you this work to do, (laughs) wouldn't He want you to like shine your light? And I'm like, why? Yes, He would. (laughs) So exactly. like I I just don't put it past God to use anybody, like whether they like him or not, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Does yeah. that make
1: sense or help? Yeah, or? absolutely.
0: How has your faith grown in the midst of this journey that you've been on in your life?
1: I think it's just shown me like the word that comes to mind is beauty. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's why people are drawn to the arts, whether they can word why they're drawn or not. I think it's it's beauty, even if it's something Um, on stage or on screen that is seemingly ugly or very broken, I think what we get to see sometimes when actors are acting well is, is the image of God. Because what's hard about daily life for me is that people wear masks so much. And what we get to do as actors is take them off which is weird because we're actually putting a mask on, but we get to take off the pretend like everything's okay. And we get to show everybody, no, Hey, this is what all of our hearts look like. Like this morning that I'm doing right now, you're doing it too. You just don't show anybody. And so it's, it's kind of like for a writer taking, you know, their deepest thoughts and putting them on the page for, I love acting. I think the most, because it's the most vulnerable. It's, it's, right in front of you. I have skin, you have skin, like, and it just gets past all of people's like mental defenses and logic and it gets straight to their hearts. And, and I think God can really use that in people's hearts.
0: How do you think that the, the church at large could be supportive of people who are actors in your, people who are working in your industry?
1: Yeah. Well, I want to start by saying that um, I have a very great, local church. Um, so it's the one I grew up at, it's called Bethany and, uh, it's in Austin in South Austin, but my, like most support has come from my church, which I think a lot of artists that I've heard other Christian artists have said, like my church really doesn't support us or make artists feel welcome. But I do have some pauses. I think about just any church bringing, you know, fellow actors in for the first time. Cause I think there are like such different, like social rules in those two spheres. Like it's like two different cultures. Mm-hmm. So I think just um, listening, I think listening is a good starting point. And sometimes to watch something, if you have an actor friend in your life or an artist friend in your life, and they make some pretty weird art, <laughs> like yeah. go watch it. And fully give your attention to it because what you're doing is you're listening to them as you engage with their art because that's where they're putting their heart. And so I've, I've kind of learned that. Um, I had a I was in a reading this week of a play that I'm not necessarily drawn to, but my friend is. Mm-hmm. And I knew that by doing that, I was loving her. And it, and it did. It did love her. And, um, and it actually made me like that play better. So I think there's a listening we can do just through engaging with art.
0: How can we be praying for people who are actors or directors or even like... Like people who are working backstage too, how can we be praying for that?
1: The question I always, I I think, I'm starting to want to ask people is like, who is the God that you're rejecting? Like, like who is this God that you think is against you because he's not? Like, and so I think just to give them eyes to see who he really is because they're drawn to him. Like that, all my friends that don't don't know Jesus or don't think they do. All the stuff they're drawn to in me or in art is him. It's all his beauty flowing through art or his truth flowing through art. And they're like, unbeknownst to them, they're drawn to him. And so I think that I think that that's a big prayer would be to to give them eyes to see who he really is and to want him and to love him.
0: Okay. I can't let you go without asking you what your favorite show is that you've ever done.
1: Oh gosh. Oh yeah, my gosh. <laughs> no, we're going to be here for a while. That was a really hard question. I'll give you two, two max. <laughs> oh gosh. I, I'm going to, whatever I say will be wrong. Cause I, I love every show I'm in. Cause I just immerse myself in it. Um, I mean, okay. So two that come to mind this last Christmas, I got to play Mary Bailey and it's a wonderful life. Uh, yeah. it was a radio cast and I, the actor I worked with is my friend Ryan and he is just fantastic as George Bailey. And it was so much fun. The whole cast was great. And we did all the sound effects and, um, and she's just wonderful. Like, Oh, Bailey. yeah. Amazing. And then uh, another one is I was in Shakespeare's Pericles, mm-hmm. uh, which is not a show a lot of people know, but it's really epic. And it has this, these amazing reunions at the end. And I got to play like this beautiful princess named Thaisa. And she's the one that Pericles marries. And then she like dies, but doesn't die. And then she like they have this <laughs> reunion at the end. And it was yeah, I think all that, very it, dramatic. It by the yeah, <laughs> we did it out by a river at night and outside and it was cool.
0: Well, it's so fun to hear stories and to hear your love that you have for not only the work that you do, um, but also the love that you have um, for, for God and that how you shine that light out to the world around you. Thanks for stopping by and joining us today.
1: Yeah, thanks for letting me share, Rachel. Thank you so much.
0: Matthew 5, verse 16 says, In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Elizabeth Bernhardt was moved to share her love of art through a career in acting. She was also moved by the love of Jesus to love others. In a world where others might not understand your beliefs, casually brush them aside, and question your values, there may also come times when those around you will ask questions, inquire of your heart, and see Jesus at work in you. How is Christ's light shining through you? How are you moved by the love of Jesus to love those around you? That's Action in Ministry. I'm Rachel Legutte.
1: Thank you for listening to Action in Ministry. We'd love to hear how you and your church are ministering to your community. To submit ideas for this podcast, visit our website, lhm.org forward slash action, and send us an email.